listening to Real Talk SLP with your host, Felice Clark, the Deviling Speechy. This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real-life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Hello, hello, Rockstar SLPs. This is Felice Clark, the Dabbling Speechy. I'm the host of the Real Talk SLP podcast, and I'm back. It's been a while. Um, I haven't recorded episodes in a while because I had a lot of projects on my plate, and now I'm glad to be coming back with more engaging therapy ideas and ways to, to manage your caseload so that you can stress less and serve your students well. And today we're going to be talking about caseload management, specifically for SLPs working in the school setting and how you can maximize your day and your week just by doing this one little shift each, you know, before you start therapy on Monday morning. If you can start doing this shift, you will see a lot more productivity happening. And it also will help you go, you know what? I got my stuff done for the day or for the week. I'm going to go home for the weekend and enjoy myself. All right. So we're going to be talking about that today. Before we jump into that, I want to tell you guys about a drink that I have been using and enjoying that has that has a lot of perks. Okay. So if you have been feeling low energy, if you feel like brain fog and you you're not always clear with what you want to write on your reports because you're just like, I'm so tired. Um, I started drinking Chugga Chino and all it is, is it's this uh, Chugga mushroom with some monk fruit and other elements to it. It comes in kind of like a powder form and you toss it into your coffee with a little bit of creamer. You don't need to add any sugar um, and it tastes super yummy and it helps you with all the things. It helps you with you know, your energy, brain fog. It also can help with your immune system. I know we are around kids all the time and, um, and you know, they got germs everywhere, but it's, it gives you some super, it's it, the Chugga Chino mushroom is a super food. And so now you can enjoy it in your coffee. I personally do not really like mushrooms, but this is not, that's not it. It's all in this powder form. It has like this cinnamon, cinnamon, I can't even say it, cinnamony flavor. Um, it's perfect for anyone that's doing keto or low carb because it uses monk fruit to, uh, make it taste sweet. So I really, really enjoy it. I will put a link in my podcast so that you can get 10% off when you use my affiliate link. And if you try it, let me know what you think. You can tag me on Instagram. Um, but if you are a coffee lover, you're going to love this and it's going to help you with staying focused at work or whatever you're doing in life. All right. So let's talk about how we can approach the week, the work week a little bit differently, um, using our, our speech schedule and setting aside about 20 minutes on a Monday morning before you see students, this could be the game changer for your week. And you could also do this on a Friday afternoon before you head into the weekend. So whatever is your, would be your preference or style, you could either do that Monday or Friday. But what I did, so when I worked full-time, I typically, I don't think I've ever worked at one site. I've always had two sites. So I usually would set up my days, you know, Tuesday, Friday here, 
Monday, Thursday at another site. And then Wednesdays were usually my test test day. It was my whatever I needed to get done day. Assessments, you know, coaching, uh, writing IEPs, making visuals, checking in with teachers and my referrals, whatever those things were. And as, as our caseloads get higher and higher, um, the, the workload increases, right? And it can get extremely overwhelming. And when we're overwhelmed, we tend to distract, you know, go on like Pinterest or text our friends. So when you have those spare moments in your schedule to do something, you may be so overwhelmed with the big to-do list that you end up doing nothing that will help you get you know, get further along with something that you were supposed to do. So what I started doing was I, I had a master schedule, um, on a Google doc, but then I took whatever school I was at that helped me to comp, you know, compartmentalize. Okay. This is what I'm doing on these two days. So I created a Google doc for each of my sites and I plugged in my speech therapy schedule that I created that took many, many drafts. And I did it in a Google doc because now you can easily make a copy and change it because it seems to change sometimes, you know, mostly, you know, every week, sometimes it changes daily and that's not good. So I would input my schedule for the day or the dates that I was, or sorry, not the dates, the days that I was at the site. And then I would look at all the areas where I maybe didn't have direct therapy plugged in. And we always are going to have that, especially um, I would never have students when a lot of the AM recesses were happening. So that's about 15 minutes of, yes, you can go to the bathroom, but if you don't have to go potty, you know, that's 15 minutes that you can get something done. So I would look at my schedule and see, okay, where do I have groups? Where do I not have groups? And then I would plug in things that I need to get done. And I try to organize myself by must do's and then may do's right? Um, Must-dos are the things that I need to do every single day or every single week. And a lot of my must-dos are uh, see my students, (laughs) write an IEP, um, test a student, right? Those might be my must-dos. And so in order to really break down all of those big tasks, I need to plug in when I'm going to do that. So what I would do Monday morning, I already have my speech schedule written you know, it's on, it's digitally up. I would then go in and plug in when I was going to work on progress reports or, and if I was going to do that all day Tuesday, anywhere where I had at least 10 minutes to do something, I put in write progress reports. Um, and then I would see students and then I'd have lunch. And then if I had an IEP after school and that sometimes changes, I would write in what IEPs I was going to. If I was testing a student and I had that block of time set up, I wrote in who I was testing so that I knew who I needed to get prepared for, for the week. If I was doing an observation, I wrote it in every little thing that I was going to do for those chunks of time where I wasn't seeing students. And this wasn't, this was particularly important on my assessment days because those are the days where you could easily just, 
you know, waste the day away going, what do I need to do next? And you kind of get stuff done. But if you're, if you're struggling with getting the hard stuff done, you may, you may struggle with your productivity if you don't have it written down in front of you. So a typical day might look like, you know, 8.30 to 10.30, I have my therapy groups. And then 10.30 to 10.45, I don't see anyone. So because progress reports are due in two weeks, I'm going to write two progress reports during that time. Um, And then I'm going to see my students till lunch. And then I have afternoon groups. And then after school, because I don't have an IEP, I'm going to stay for 30 minutes and keep writing, you know, five more progress reports, and then I'm going to leave and go home. And so because I've started using the Google Doc, this is what I love about it. You can make a copy of it, change the dates and the weeks. So you have your, your master schedule, but then each week you can adjust what is happening. So you can quickly you know, if, if a kid moved out of your group and you have to move someone else in, you can quickly type it in. Um, you can write in what you're going to do for the week. And then I print it out. I have, I've always been a half techie person. I've always been, you know, most, I was, I'm open to digital, but there's certain things that I need to have printed out and you don't have to print it out, but I personally need it handy with me at all times because a lot of times when I was working in the schools, I was going into co-teaching classrooms or I had to pick up kids and I wanted to make sure I had my schedule on me. So if you have an iPad and you can pull that up, that would be great. But for me personally, I really did like just having the sheet in front of me and I would either keep it in my therapy binder where I have all the kids' goals and their therapy logs or I would take a clipboard and I printed it out each week because, because then when I was done with the group, I could look down and say, okay, it's 1045. I need to do my two progress reports right now. Let's just jump on it and get it done. Instead of, if I didn't have that in front of me, the temptation to go check my email, the temptation to go call somebody you know, would happen. And that is going to happen here and there. That definitely is going to happen here and there, or we're just, or maybe our brain is just tapped out and we just can't focus. That's fine. You know, those, you're going to have those days, but when we know that we got to be as productive as we can, um, so that we can leave work on time, not feeling like there's this big weight on us going, I still have so much to do. I mean, even with this productivity hack, I still always was like, I got a lot to do. But this helped prioritize what I really needed to focus on. What was the end of the day I needed to get done? And and then, um, so then after that, I printed out, like I said, on my clipboard. And then I used that to take attendance, to write in any little notes, to, if I was taking data on a kid and I didn't have my computer near me, um, I could put data on there. So it was my way to double check and make sure that I had accounted for everybody that I saw. Because for me personally, I'm not always near my computer. I had kids who needed my full attention and me, you know, pulling the computer out to take data just wasn't always going to be an option. Or I was going into the classroom to co-teach 
or maybe I was coaching someone or I went to go test a student and they weren't there. So I plugged in who I did test. So this was my way of having a snapshot of what I did every day when I was on campus. This is also very, very effective to show your administration when they start questioning, well, what do you do all day when you're not seeing kids? I mean, there's going to be plenty of people like that who um, don't know what it's like to be an SLP and they think, well, why can't you just do more? Why can't you do more? And then you can show them all the things that you've had to do that we're not just sitting around surfing Pinterest all day. <laughs> um, and and this also, this as I started to implement this, this does take a little bit of intentionality because you have to, you know, put a reminder on your phone, um, come into work 20 minutes early to look at my schedule or Friday PM, look at my weekly schedule. Then it allowed me to even plug in times when I was going to therapy plan. And when I say therapy plan, that means I'm going to pull my books out. I'm going to make sure if I need to photocopy anything or if I need to grab something, you know, a sensory bin, if I have to prep a few things, then I know when I'm going to do that. Because this, this is kind of like that block schedule type of approach. We're going to do our progress reports until those get done. And then every Friday, you know, during at one o'clock, I know that if I need to photocopy something, I'm going to have like a little post-it note of the things that I want to photocopy at one o'clock for the entire week. Or I know I want to get this person's uh, speech folder set up. Or I need to pull out my books for my next theme unit. You know when you're going to do those things. And then you can also, this allows you to have that dedicated time that, no, I cannot do an IEP meeting at this time. Or no, I can't meet for this because I have to test these students right now. Or I need to finish these progress reports. And this blocks off your time so you can see, you know, of course we can make adjustments because sometimes a meeting has to happen, right? But this allows you to also set those boundaries for yourself. Like, no, I can't just on a whim go over here now and do that. I have to finish my progress reports because those are legally mandated and needed to get done. So I hope that this was helpful for you. If you have any questions about building out your schedule, I... Um, I mean, everybody has their own style. <laughs> I don't know if I could bring any new flavor to that party, but I will link some ideas for how to set up your actual speech therapy schedule. But I'm also going to link, uh, you can make your own copy of my daily and weekly speech therapy schedule for yourself. So if you're new to Google Docs, you're going to click the link in my podcast episode and it's going to tell you, do you, you know, you're going to make a copy of this. So you have to have a Google email account in order to make a copy. And so once you make a copy of it, it's going to then be in your Google drive. So if then if you search, you know, master speech schedule, you, the, a copy of that will, will pop up and that will then be your own master copy. And this is, and then you can write on it. You could do whatever you want. So what I would suggest is keeping it as a master copy that's blank. And then I would make a copy of it and name it by the elementary or middle school that you were serving and, you know, write in your schedule. 
You can put the dates for the week so that if you need to go back later and reference like, oh, who came for speech or what was I doing on those days, then you can have access to that information. So you'll have it digitally. And then if you prefer to print it out, do that as well. And so then every week you're just going to go to the file section, scroll down and make a copy and label it the new week of the school year. If you have any questions about setting this up because you're feeling overwhelmed with the tech stuff, send me an email at feliceclark at the, at the or you can even message me on social media at the dabbling speechy and hopefully I can help you out. So if this was helpful for you, um, I do have some other blog posts that I will put in the show notes about organization and productivity for you to check out on your own time. But if, if this was helpful and you're wanting more caseload management tips like this, reach out to me and let me know. All right. So we are, we're going to, we're going to sign off. We're going to sign off right now, but I will see you next Tuesday. Leave a review on the Real Talk SLB podcast if it has been helpful for you as a speech language pathologist. And as always, SLPs, be the SLP that every kid wants to see. I will see you next. Well, I won't really see you next week, will I? I will, I will talk with you next week. <laughs> All right. Adios.